0: Welcome back to the With Joey B podcast, seven ways to become more creative. That's what we're going to go through today, Luke. So yesterday, we had a pretty powerful episode, in my opinion, around what's a creative person. We caught Luke on the spot a bit, uh, unpacking how he thinks of his own creativity. It's very striking. Ken Robinson was huge on creativity. He just thought it was such a shame what we've done to people, suppressing this idea that they're creative. There's so much to this. I, I honestly picked seven for the episode, very much inspired by a lot of his ideas, too. Uh, but also my own experience, so i fused that in. So apologies to anyone who's looking for pure. But honestly, these are just seven. Uh, tomorrow, I'll think, fuck, I wish I'd put that in. So that's a, a disclaimer. This is a bottomless pit becoming more creative. And Luke, I love your feedback on these and, and maybe how they might be applied to you. Mm. The first thing, a really big problem we have in this society where everyone's work can be very visible in terms of podcasts, writing projects, early stage projects. And this is direct from Ken. Criticism too early can kill.
1: Mm. Wow.
0: Okay. All ideas start off bad. This is Joe speaking. All ideas start off bad. If friends of mine, I can name a couple of friends who, if they asked me, maybe even Scott, right? An espresso. If he had asked me, Joe, do you think I should do this business? At the time... I probably said, no, we, we should do something else in, like, the non-profit world or something. So I would have probably discouraged it, right? I, I, and I remember when he used to he used to get a lot of flack and people behind his back to me, because obviously he knew we were quite close, Be like, oh, is that – what's he going to do with that? People aren't going to want those screens and stuff. Mm. And I used to just think to myself, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to presume to know. I'm not going to be one of those people, like, Blockbuster – you know, mm. that, or, or whoever that's, that's famous for saying that'll never work. Okay, how the fuck would I know? I, sometimes you believe and you think, oh, I think that will really take off. It's very hard to say that will never work because things evolve. So the time, point in time where you judge it, it's like seeing the Eiffel Tower. I always say it's like seeing the Eiffel Tower half built or the first drawing and saying, no, that's shit. That'll never work. <laughs> well, no, you just had a point in process where you're like, all right, no, no, I'll just edit it so it's better. So people, but what I mean is that if someone's first expressing themselves, they first need love, not real intellectual critical feedback. Early stage people who are just expressing themselves, who ask you for feedback, firstly, need just a bit of love. They really want you to say, this is great. Keep going. And you can tell because the stuff is normally... The very common thing, especially with online writing is a very, a lot of like dear diary, I don't mean this in a patronizing way, but a lot of dear diary articles are kind of like, oh, this is what I'm experiencing right now. or these are the challenges right now? Or this is what I think. And they'll be laying down thoughts in particular. I think you're going through this right now. Mm. <laughs> right. And that's actually how it starts. And then part of what I'm developing along in the background is some of these stages I see a lot of the constant student people go through, and it's they're becoming very distinct stages of first expressing yourself, maybe having a lot of ideas you don't follow through with. And then and then you start to maybe start to refine them, but a lot of people are judging themselves for having bad ideas, things they don't follow through with, and all this stuff. Really, they're actually just part of a journey, and they don't recognize it because society hasn't normalized it. And it's a lot of people are not progressing through the funnel. So it's a big thing I tr- we're trying to work on with constant student, and obviously the podcast. So I've blended a couple of my seven things, but the first is criticism too early can kill. First, show love, and then when people are wanting to connect their work with a purpose, an external purpose, that's when you start being a bit more strategic in feedback. You start to think about, ah, oh, do you need a, do you need a niche? Do you need to actually keep it broad? Do you and that's when you start to get a bit more practical. But first, just encourage people to build the practice of. Mm writing painting acting thinking differently writing down new ideas testing business ideas and treat it like a playground in a sandpit. that's how you foster it second is make it through the expression phase get comfortable expressing ideas if you are first terrified of publishing a writing piece or putting a podcast episode online don't need to be too strategic first conquer that fear liam hounsell who co-runs the community with me luke you know him very well as, yep. well, as do i you know, when I first met him, was doing a 12 videos in 12 weeks challenge to see if he could generate 12 cool, good YouTube videos in 12 weeks. It didn't really matter what they were about. And I can't even remember what they were about. The beauty was that he did it. And he, and he, he talks, he says to me now, because I used to comment on that every week. I used to comment, great video, Liam. Here's some feedback. He goes, that really helped. He says to me to this day, that really helped. And then once you've done that, you've got this evidence like, oh, I'm creative. Mm. Oh, I can do things. You've got this evidence. And then you can build on that. To just something maybe a bit more purposeful, intentional, deliberate. But first, just be a child again and mm. enjoy it and be playful.
1: That could be the difference between someone not that could be continuing and a, not continuing. It could be a difference
0: between a Steve Jobs and working in a bank a bank for fifty years.
1: It could be the yeah, it could be the difference between someone saying Oh, this might work. Getting that little bit of encouragement versus, "I'll uh, screw this."
0: Yeah, I mean, my friend Robbie—he quotes someone I can't remember who it was—who always says there are no bad ideas, just early ideas. It's mm. <laughs> a great point. <laughs> it's powerful. Which brings me to number three: more ideas, not less. Plenty of fast experiments. A couple examples: James Dyson, Dyson vacuum cleaners. 5,217 prototypes before he had the one that worked. Thomas Edison, 10,000 versions of the light bulb before it was the winner. Wow. There's a story about a ceramics class with the teacher. So, where you make pottery, ceramics. Teacher put the class in two. This is very famous. Got half the class to create the best quality pottery they could. Ceramics. I don't know if there's a difference. This is not my domain expertise. Best quality, he got the other half to focus on quantity, create as much ceramics as you can, enough pottery designs, or whatever vases, or whatever it is. The people who focused on quantity produced better ceramics. Now, I don't think every single one of them was great. I think 10 out of 100 would have been good.
1: Do you think it's because the more repetitions? Repetitions. Mm.
0: It's like... Not every podcast episode will be 10 out of 10, but because we do so many podcast episodes, a couple are 10 out of 10, Mm. it helps develop the skills, competency, ideas, and points of contrast differentiate. I did a course a couple of years ago where one of the day challenges was to get you to get your first task, brainstorm 99 business ideas. They didn't care about quality, just brainstorm 99. And I having a bit of a perspective on creativity, I thought, I know where this is going. Cause there was a part two challenge and the part two challenge was pick one and implement it with the rest of the time you have today as much as you can. Mm-hmm. I was like clever. Because then from 99, if you said come up with a business idea today, people would sit there all day going, oh we should do that, we should do that, Or we do, or do when you got 99, you're like, all right, what's the best out of these 99? And again, that's that's a big bottleneck. Number four, sorry, I know I'm going through these quite fast, but just okay. trying to jam in the value here. Easiest one. I'm very biased. I don't give a shit. Start a writing habit.
1: You've never said that before.
0: (laughs) There is no one who can get through a a, a portion of modern life, professional, personal, most effectively without writing in some way, shape, or form. I mean, you still write messages to people. You write emails. Emails are tricky things to write. LinkedIn posts are tricky things to write. Even if you're not a professional paid writer in any capacity, you're not writing books, writing is going to be very useful and it really develops the creative instincts. It gets you thinking mm. like nothing else I've experienced, but I acknowledge it's not the only thing. This is generic advice. If if you have something else that unlocks it, focus on that for sure. But just know that creativity is not locked into it. A person's not creative at painting and they're not creative in other areas. They just might not be as good in other people's opinion, right? Da Vinci, right? So many actors like Hugh Jackman, Jamie Foxx, stuff, they're good at all these different things within the creative process. Creativity is actually very multidisciplinary. Mm. That's why David Epstein range, you know, that creates more creative thinkers. It's more, it's a recipe for innovation, having broad exposure to different disciplines and stuff, having tried different things, Van Gogh was like, tried all this different stuff before he started painting. I think he spent a lot of time doing drawing before he started painting. And uh, painting was the, the kind of winner, but I'm sure all those other experiences contributed to that. I think Robert Greene, the author, is quite similar. I think he had a lot of different life experiences and jobs before uh-huh. He really is, is known as an author. Yeah, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> it's, it's, mm. You can see the this is a crazy deep rabbit hole. Number five, think without the box. Take away the assumptions, but don't reinvent the wheel. It's a bit of a difference. For example, the Lego movie is the best form of advertising for Lego. I think you've gotten like $400 million sales or some, some ridiculous number of sales <laughs> by making advertising entertainment.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: That's creative. And normally people focus on doing ads and when it comes to advertising you do need to evolve with the times because existing advertising mediums eventually get crowded everyone starts advertising the same way like telemarketing was way more effective when telephones were new than it is now yeah for example eventually they get crowded everyone keeps telling you to this is how you market things is how you get sales and they do the taleb thing you know like very bad at understanding their own success how situational it was number six and this is where we get to the more intense end gradually raise the stakes take on bigger and bigger meaningful challenges when you're focused and the stakes are high enough that's a combination right focused plus stakes are high enough you'll come up with your best stuff slack which is one of the fastest, I think it's the fastest growing company of all time, or when it it broke broke out, came out of a failed gaming company. Wow. It was spun out of it. They were selling off different parts of the business. Number seven, completely redesign your environment for long-term thinking. Remove things that condition you to think short-term. Deadlines are short-term. But deadlines, also that might be a bit of a bad one because they can also raise the stakes like a number six, but exams, very short-term. Social media, wise you to think short-term. Having lots of expenses and an expensive lifestyle, lots of bills to pay, lots of subscriptions, going to make this next week often gets you thinking very short-term. It can also get you thinking long-term, though, which is tricky. A lot of... Fathers in particular, once they have kids, really double down and then they're able to focus. So there's like a zone of focus here. Creativity is not just completely horizontal, I guess. There's a vertical focus, direct like switching on element. But those are very powerful because Jeff Bezos, you know, says that when you're thinking long term, it opens up more possibilities. Like if you're trying to get sales, for example, a month from now, there's only so many avenues you have. but Then you have all these other, oh, it would be great if we partnered with this person, for example. It's like you can't partner with someone brand new in a month, but you could probably build that relationship over time. So if you're thinking long-term, maximize the possibilities. And that's why Amazon has so many competitive advantages when it was building its kind of dominance, because everyone was thinking much shorter term. But They had opportunities that they were excluded from. That is uh, very unkind of me to to just dump so much, but I do think it's important. Luke, I know she's taking notes. Is there one thing from there that, that kind of jumps out? If, 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 you, if you're Criti- latched onto one thing in particular.
1: Criticism too early is massive, just in my mind at least, because you, yeah, good one. you really need to <clears throat> develop the repetitions and some form of a competency in what you're doing otherwise you'll you know if you you, the tendency is to want to be good straight away like if you listen to you want to
0: start at the finish line yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) it's counterintuitive to the the reason you're doing it is to, you know see but you like to see the progress so i remember listening back to domina's first podcast podcast. i'm
0: sure that was painful
1: (laughs) very painful but it was a reference point And then like even five episodes later, we both reflected and said, Hey, we're getting better at this, at least even in the way we're speaking, for example, and structuring the conversation to be a bit more knowledgeable about the fact that people are listening. And it's yeah, not just yeah, exactly. us too. Mm-hmm. So if, if we got criticism, if we got criticism on the first, first uh, episode, probably wouldn't have been great. <laughs> <laughs> hundred percent. So that exactly. one, that one sticks out starting a writing habit as well sticks out. I'm noticing the more that I write, the more that it clarifies my thinking. And also it clarifies like just create, I'm using the word clarify a lot, but it, it sort of allows you to think about certain things in a very different way that you couldn't achieve by being in your own head. Like for example, today going through my running week, things weren't going great. Writing about it really helped because you, you have to, you have to put it down on the, on the notion page. Those are the two things that stick out. Do you have two? do you have a, one? Oh, that... mate,
0: I, I love them all. Can you, can but you I, think I, of
1: one that sort of really is top of mind for you? Or
0: at the stage I'm at long-term thinking is a big one. I am mm. so, so many things that I think I could, could do that are great but I realize that they constrain the creative contribution I can probably make, which is a powerful phrase, creative contribution. If people want to unpack what that means to them, because I, I try as much to optimize for, I only do what only I can do,
1: Mm.
0: which by nature will be creative because if only I can do it, I think to me, that's the definition of creativity. I think it's this incentive structure that's been put in us by nature to realize a unique contribution. For the benefit of self and others. It kinda of like that quote a couple of episodes episodes ago about different parts and everything and and also um what was it? Like the present, like live now in the present, but That's a better nice. future for all is a big one. And then you know, on creativity and volume and stuff, I realized this is our 250 first episode. So yesterday I forgot was actually the 250 milestone.
1: Wow. How have you how have you seen yourself grow within the podcast since episode one? Can you think of anything? Oh, uh, Just job? getting
0: way clearer on communication and how to make something presentable to people and how to, how to spread it. And obviously each episode is a rep of thinking.
1: It's a, it's a, the way, yeah, the way you're doing it. Every episode is a solidified idea.
0: Yes. So yes. 251
1: and it, of those is a lot. Yes.
0: Yes. And it's its own process over time. And Seth Godin's great for creativity. Ken Robinson's great, but Seth Godin has more on process. I think that's one of his biggest ideas. And here's the daily writing. Here's the daily blog, for example. He's trying to he's trying to take my flame with the daily podcast. Here's his daily blog. Good luck, Seth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but and and it's he. That's you know. I think his latest book was called The Practice. Like it's a practice, it's a process. And it's his whole thinking framework is built around how to unlock that because you just got to go through it. Like there's no, if if it's a long-term game for you, if it's an infinite game, you will develop the creative competencies. You will. Anyway, so creativity is a worthwhile pursuit. What I think is not a worthwhile pursuit is what we're going to talk about tomorrow, IQ. And I believe the episode will be titled why iq is a lie
1: god i'm looking forward to this one. yeah
0: me too and uh, just a reminder so that'll be tomorrow a reminder for anyone who's new to the podcast you can sign up for a one a once a week summary uh, from the newsletter linked in the description called the doorman just go to the everything joe link it has everything there because i long term don't know what platform i'll be using for that but Sign up there for a consolidated once a week summary and then join us for the episode tomorrow as we continue unpacking Ken Robinson related ideas.